Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for November 5th, 2023. Join in our call to worship. When Jesus is born to Mary and Joseph, God is there. When Jesus is presented at the temple, God is there. When Simeon holds Jesus in his arms, God is there. When Anna recognizes Jesus in the temple, God is there. This very morning, God is here. In the future we cannot see, God is there. Let us worship God. God of grace, we thank you that you are here among us. Thank you for your salvation, Jesus, which you have given to all people, a light for revelation to all. In Jesus' name, amen.
This morning's prayer is for when you are waiting from the book, The Lives We Actually Have by Kate Bowler and Jessica Ritchie. God, here I wait where the air is still and presses in upon all possibility. Here in this waiting room with all the others, waiting for a diagnosis or for test results, for them to make a decision or my heart to finally know, for that letter in the mail or the headline to break, for the loved one refusing to change or the child to find happiness at last. God, here we wait in a place where fear and anger and frustration come so easily and the simplest decisions seem to take forever, where we're reminded once again that so little is in our control. God, come and help us. We need something, someone to make a difference. We long for good news, not the anticipation of realized fear we know too well. Bring that ridiculous miracle, the phone call or news, the decision or the resolution. But if it doesn't, God, bless this, the place where love becomes the air we breathe even here in the waiting room. Amen. We continue our series, Faces of Our Faith, with the story of Anna. Luke 2, 21-40 After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple 
And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer, night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. In Dr. Seuss's book, Oh, the Places You'll Go, Seuss warns about a place called the Waiting Place. It's a place where, as he says, everyone is just waiting. Waiting for a train to go, or a bus to come, or a plane to go, or the mail to come, or the rain to go, or the phone to ring, or the snow to snow, or waiting around for a yes or no, or waiting for their hair to grow, everyone is just waiting. Waiting for the fish to bite, or waiting for wind to fly a kite, or waiting around for Friday night, or waiting perhaps for their Uncle Jake, or a pot to boil, or a better break, or a string of pearls, or a pair of pants, or a wig with curls, or another chance. Everyone is just waiting. It seems that Mary and Joseph have been met at the temple by a couple of very elderly people who have spent a lot of time in the waiting place. Anna is 84, which at that time was an astonishing age. Since infant mortality was so common, the average life expectancy was around 35 years of age. For people who survive to adulthood, life expectancy might jump to their mid-fifties. But here is Anna, who has been widowed, it seems, forever, and is the oldest person many had ever seen. According to tradition, Simeon was even older. According to Eastern Orthodox tradition, Simeon was 200 years old when he met the Holy Family in the temple. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah, our scripture says. But however old he was, he, and Anna had well as well, had spent a lot of time in the waiting place.
We don't know much about these characters outside of what is printed here in Luke 2. But we can guess, based on what we already know about the culture of first century Palestine, that Anna is special. In that day and place, she would have been expected to remarry after being widowed. She should have married one of her late husband's brothers or cousins, called a Levirate marriage, so that her husband's line would not die out. But she has not. Perhaps there were no kinsmen available to marry. Perhaps she was willing to stay unmarried, to live at the temple in fasting and prayer, and to become known as a prophet. She was looking for the Messiah rather than a husband. In any case, she chose an unusual career for a woman of that day, and she lived up to the day Jesus' parents presented him in the temple in the waiting place. The waiting place is not a comfortable place to be. Something is going to happen, but it has not happened yet, so waiting is what we do. And it is hard to wait, very hard. Imagine Simeon waiting for years and years and years for that special child, the Messiah, to be shown to him. Imagine Anna the prophet living day and night in the temple, waiting and watching daily for the Messiah she knows is coming. It takes a lot of faith to wait like that. Waiting can be so hard, can't it? Everything comes to a standstill in our world, and yet the world around keeps moving on. We look around and we see others moving on, finding blessing, but we remain stuck. That's how it can feel, can't it? But as the story of Simeon and Anna tell us, it's not really true. Everyone goes through seasons of waiting, and waiting on God is anything but useless. Like my mother used to say, it will build your character. But how we wait is what will determine how peaceful or miserable our stay in the waiting place will be. One of my favorite scripture passages comes from Lamentations 3. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for deliverance from the Lord. The Hebrew word translated as wait in verse 25 means three things in addition to waiting. It means to expect, to look for, to hope. That is the difference between Anna's and Simeon's waiting and some of the waiting we do ourselves. They expected the Messiah. They looked for him. They hoped every day to see him. And believe me, they knew him when they found him. I want to tell you a story that illustrates waiting in hope. Some of you may remember my good friend from McPherson College, Eva Deaton Wolf. Her youngest sister, Pam, is a singer-songwriter who lives in Atlanta, Georgia. In 2009, after feeling quite ill for some time, Pam's husband, Scott, 
was diagnosed with CJD, a fast-moving fatal neurological disease. He was given 3 to 12 months to live, but the disease progressed much faster. As one week later he was in hospice, and six days later he went to his heavenly home on March 26, 2009. Their four boys were 10, 8, 5, and one and a half years old. Pam writes, God has been so very faithful to sustain our family over this time. We are so grateful to so many of you who have been part of the Army of Help for our family over the years. I cannot even begin to list everyone, but from the depths of our hearts, thank you. Thank you so very much. In memory of 10 years, I put together this video to a song I wrote just prior to Scott's illness in 2009. It was a prophetic God kiss for me at such a very hard time, preparing me for the loss. Scott said toward the end, I know that I have a soft place to land, and I am praying that for you and the boys. It has not always been easy, but we have been so loved, held, and carried by the gracious arms of God and the faithful people of God that have been the hands and feet of Jesus in our lives. We pray that this song will speak comfort and encouragement to you as you go through your own hard spots of trial and loss. I pray that you, too, will find a soft place to land. I have pitched my tent in the land of hope. Here is Pam's song. the 
for an update. Last February, I got a text from my friend Eva with a photo of Pam in a wedding dress holding flowers with her four boys standing around her. After 14 years of living as a widow, raising her boys as a single mother, Pam found her special person. Her four sons gave her away at the wedding. Her waiting depending on Christ, has prepared her for whatever she has needed to face. So as you wait, wait like Anna. Wait like Pam. With hope, with expectation, looking for salvation from the Lord. As Pam said, I have pitched my tent in the land of hope. Let us pray. Gracious God, who has given us the gift of Emmanuel, God with us, help us to wait. Help us to pitch our tent in the land of hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Joy to the world, the Lord is come.
receive the benediction. Brothers and sisters, we wait in that time between the coming of Christ and the time when God will make all things new. We wait, but let us wait with expectation and hope. Go in peace. Amen.